Hi, and welcome to Mouse Chat. I'm Lisa, and joining me, I have Sharpie, Lauren, and Steve. Hello. Hello. Hmm. Hiya. Hiya. May the force be with you, Lisa. And also with you. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, apparently. All right. I've got a riddle. You guys ready for this? I am sure I don't know the answer. (laughs) I am sure you do. So... What spans more than 14 acres, making this the largest single-themed land in Disney Parks history? And, don't jump in yet, has more than a dozen venues, 12, more than 12 venues that fill the lands. Uh, I uh, feel it. Not yet. Wait, not yet. Entices guests with two, count them two, new attractions. Also, we're we're going with numbers here. Can you tell there's a theme? Three, the number of entrances into this new land at Disneyland Park. Two, the number of Disney Hollywood Studios entrances to this new land. One hundred. The number of feet that the million. Well, I, uh, that's kind of say it. Yeah, all right. That one. All right. The number of feet <laughs> you know, that a particular it. falcon docked the riddle. in the Black Spire Outpost spaceport measures <laughs> certain spacecraft. Yes, perhaps the fastest hunk of junk in the galaxy. Um. More than 200,000 square feet of rock work. And approximately 260,000 square feet of themed plaster. More than 7,000 props per land. Nine different retail locations. Offering nearly 700 unique items. 700! That's crazy. Is that a lot? Lauren... Yes. Totally kidding. <laughs> um, I'm going with Critter Country. Not yet, yet, yet. No, 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 no. Okay, so also 120,000. That equals the number of possible combinations for constructing a certain lit weapon. And 280,000 possible combinations for constructing. Lauren, you want to guess? A I'm cer- not allowed to. A certain depot. 280,000 possible combinations for constructing an R-series or BB-series unit, we'll say. I'm sticking with my original answer. <laughs> I want to know what the place you build the droids. Uh-huh. One more. <laughs> Five. Number of locations within... Star Wars Galaxy's Edge that offer a chance to purchase food and beverage. Wait, I thought we were going to get a chance to guess. You, you do. Mm-hmm. I'm sticking you with just said it. That was the last one. I think we all know what we're talking about. Did you have a different guess besides Critter Country? I'm Wait, sticking with I kind of wanted to do the... Flash Mountain all ooh, over. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> Mysticata. Ooh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Galaxies? 
dun. I need some theme music. Dun, dun, da, dun. Yes. And you know what's funny? Where were we? Um, uh, we were walking by something. We were walking by something, and it was like the train, and it went toot, toot. And I swear it was the exact two notes of dun, 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 dun. It was. It was the, mo- it was the monorail. It was, it, maybe. But it was awesome because it was just in our head and then I just started singing. So anyway, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Yay. We're going to talk all about this. Lauren and I got to go out to California. We went to Anaheim and visited. And it was... Um, it was out of this world. Out of this world. Thanks, Sharpie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, I just want to give you a couple more fun facts um, about Star Wars Galaxy's Edge because the whole project is such an undertaking. And to see it all come together, we've been talking about this for years. And to see it all come together is pretty darn awesome. So uh, this Millennium Falcon that they have, uh, it's definitely a focal point of the entire land, the new Galaxy's Edge. It is the first time a full-size, 100% complete Millennium Falcon has ever been built. They've done it in pieces and parts, but not in its entirety. So this is the only place you're going to see that. Pretty cool. Guests enter the Millennium Falcon through the same starboard airlock used by Han Solo and Chewbacca in Star Wars The Force Awakens. Very cool. Oh, and then you know that chess game? that It's like a chess-type game that they play on the Millennium Falcon? Um, that the, the lounge that they play it in is Dejark, and guests can sit at that very table with that chessboard in like the holding room when you're waiting to actually board the Millennium Falcon to do your smuggler smuggling run. So that was really cool to see. Um, and you can get this particular game board at Toydarian, the toy maker, um, which is in the marketplace. Well, that's pretty cool. It is it's just some fun little trivia. So, where to start, Lauren? I don't know. It's overwhelming, in my opinion. So, I think one of the one of the coolest commentaries that I saw about the opening <clears throat> of Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland uh, was on Joe Rody's Instagram account. He said that the team that that worked on Galaxy's Edge started working on Galaxy's Edge at before. the same time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, at the yep. same time, they started working on Pandora. Yep. Pandora's been open now a little two years. over two years. So you think about how long Galaxy's Edge was in development. You're, you're, I would be willing, willing to guess at least five years. Oh, easy. But you know what, too? I have to say, and, and least you'll probably agree with me, I think that the detail... In Galaxy's Edge, far surpasses anything we've seen. I agree. The and Millennium I'm... Falcon is probably the coolest thing I've ever seen, and my favorite thing in there. And I, I think one of the biggest elements 
that 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 any any casual Star Wars fan will take for granted is the amount of source material that the Imagineers had to pack into this land to make everything make sense. Because they right. could have they could have cherry picked. They could have picked this. They could have picked that. But for it to remain true across the entire intellectual property band that is Star Wars, they had a major task at hand. Major. And I think they did a great job on it. Everything I've seen, it looks amazing. You guys have seen it in person. I've only seen it in photos, videos, but you guys have seen it in person. All right. Do you want to start with um, Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run? Well, can you Um, go over kind of the whole... You got to talk about that. I didn't see that one. So the whole area, or is that kind of what you did in the... uh... And the tidbits. Uh, okay, so we can talk about it as a whole. The land itself is very large. It is divided into two sections. You have the first order, and uh, and then kind of off a long distant path, you're going to have an area dedicated to the resistance. The resistance area is where we're going to have um, the. Rise of the Resistance attraction, which is not yet open, but it will be hopefully this summer. And the um, Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run is over by the first order. Real quick to interrupt. Did they give any timeline for that? Or we don't know yet. Summer. That's the best they could do. Okay. Summer 19. Okay. Oh, well, that's almost here. Not far. Yeah. Yeah. And they had um, some of this. uh, They had... The queue kind of set up and they had the the wait time and, you know, standby time. And I believe that the attraction itself is going to be encased in the mountain. I, we couldn't go very far and we couldn't see very much, but that would be my guess because where else can they put it? Yeah, I only saw the entrance when we walked by it. Mm -hmm. Um, So you've got your two areas and they have... um, a life-size X-Wing fighter and an A-Wing. And these are both over by the Resistance. So those are over there. And um, there's some shopping as well, but the main attractions are going to be the Rise of the Resistance attraction and the two um, vehicles. <clears throat> the Marketplace was pretty cool. The Marketplace... It really reminded you of being in part of the movie. Uh, it definitely did. And that's kind of in between the two areas. Um, the marketplace, it was absolutely beautiful. Um, I know that they tried to make it look really kind of airy and, and, you know, with scarves and things hanging, um, in some of the renderings, but what they did from floor to ceiling, if there is a ceiling was amazing. Um, you've got different stalls that are for food, snacks, or uh, they have a toy shop. They have a couple of other shops as well, and they're in their little um, stalls. And it's just an open area. It's it's amazing what they did with this. It's just beautiful. It's big and open, and it takes you there. It's one of those things that it's incredible how they can make something new look so old and so worn. And it, it was perfect. It was absolutely perfect. 
No, I saw the shops when you guys, I think I saw some pictures of the droids and I like even how they kind of integrated, like you just don't go make a droid. Like there's a conveyor belt of droid parts, mm-hmm. which was super cool. So all the droid parts are like going by you on this conveyor belt and then you grab the parts and you put them in your bin to grab the pieces. That of was your overwhelming. That, that looks so <laughs> cool. Okay. There were droid heads everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then there were things that we thought were droid heads that were actually BB bodies. <laughs> yeah. We had the, to- we, we actually would have built the totally wrong droid if that lady didn't come over. <laughs> yeah. So we thought we were, we were building a, um, an R2 unit. And we were it, mixing it an R2 a and a BB. Too. Well, we were, it was something. But uh, they did help us. And they'll help anyone that doesn't understand the exact process. And they try to outline it. They give you a basket in which you're going to place the parts of the droid. And on the bottom of the droid, it either has instructions for an R2 unit or it has instructions for a BB Oh, on the bottom of the basket. Right. So you know you need five pieces. Yeah. And these are the five pieces you need. And even that escaped us, didn't it? That looked cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, we, were, we were lost. I mean, I, I think we did pretty good. In, in the, the end. end. <laughs> she left us to our own devices. Lisa put the legs on. Yeah. We didn't read the, distru- the description of what to do and we didn't screw them in. Yeah. You're supposed to. And I the mean, whole they thing clicked. Just fell apart. In front yeah. Of us. So we're like, well, that's not right. Yeah. So, a question <laughs> I have if you build a droid, yep. does that mean you bought a droid? You bought the droid yes. before you build it. Gotcha. It's so, 900... so people can't just like stand there and build a uh-uh. droid nope. and then not buy it. Nope. Um, it's 99.99 credits and everything is based on credits plus uh, local um, taxes that you may have. And uh, they have a lot of add-ons, a lot of accessories, stickers and Make tools, mm-hmm. um, personalities. Check this out. So. If you get, okay, all four of us go to Disneyland and we go to the Droid Depot and we're going to build a droid each. We can each pick a different personality chip and depending on, it's got. I'm getting the, the one that drinks wine. <laughs> <laughs> the drunk and one. So you've got. <laughs> I want the drunk one. I want to take him to Epcot. I want Epcot. the one that drinks wine. I want to take him to food and wine at Epcot. I want them to exactly. fit in. Could you imagine? Hey, go fetch me this. Mm-hmm. That could work. R2, stop running into people. Wipe the top of this trash can for me. I want to eat. <laughs> I need to eat my dinner. Yes. <laughs> um, could you hold my wine while I cut my steak? So they have uh, personalities that are aligned with the resistance, with uh, the first order, and then also smugglers or scoundrels. So like the... The scummy people, I guess. <laughs> um, so you've got these choices, these three choices. And if a first order droid encounters a resistance droid, they're going to react very differently and make different sounds than they would if it were two first order droids or two resistance droids. So they're going to have this different reaction to each other because they know what where the droid aligns kind of neat. So they have the personalities, they have the stickers and the tools. Then they have additional um, like plates, I guess that you can add as decoration, change the colors out. You get to choose the head color, the body color, the leg color, and you've got three legs 
And that was pretty much it. And then once you get it all together with the assistance of the uh, galactic person, helper, you, you get to see how to operate. Um, you, you download it uh, and activate its personality. And then from there, you get a remote and it can go forward and back left and right, and then there's another button for its head, at least for my R2 unit. Um, the head goes, it can turn left and right, and then there's a, uh, two buttons for noise. So that's kind of fun. And it doesn't shut up. It's so funny no, because... Unless you turn it off. There's also a backpack you can get. The <clears throat> backpack is $40, and there's like a little peak hole. And the backpack has foam so that you're... Droid is secure in the backpack. It's not going to bounce around mm-hmm. and um, it'll be protected in there. But there's a little hole, little um, like a zipper that you can undo, like a window for him. And he, he can watch. He can peek out. Um, some of the other accessories, the personality ones are 13. Stickers are 13. Everything else is 13. It's $12.99 for any of the other accessories that I saw. Um, and one of the questions we had was, because I built a very standard R2-D2 looking unit and I like him and I just wasn't creative enough to go outside my box. But I asked, I've got the base unit. Can I get a different head or different legs or anything like that to kind of spice up my, my droid? They said, not yet, but it is something we're looking to do. So maybe for $40, who knows what they're going to charge they will have the opportunity to buy those extra parts so you can kind of have a whole new look to your droid, kind of a droid makeover. Mm. Could be. I also like... I mean, I like oh, I think they're going to do a lot with that. Yeah. Oh, it was ridiculous. Um, we waited an was, hour. Well, well, it was an hour no, start to finish. The whole thing took an hour. Right. So, right. and we, the line wasn't long outside. Um, but the line did go outside. We probably waited about half hour 35 minutes and then it took us probably about 20 minutes to build it yeah and it probably should have taken us about six (laughs) yeah yeah if somebody else might take a lot less time than us yeah but we had fun doing it yeah we did we giggled um actually it took us 16 minutes to put it together from very start with the basket to finish because that's how long the video is yeah. Yeah. Um, but the does that does that include the uh, putting it together after it fell apart? Yes. Yes, it yes. does. It it starts uh, the video starts when we start picking out our pieces, and then um, then it moves to where we put back the wrong pieces and get the right pieces, <laughs> and we eventually got it right. Um, but they they have someone there to walk you through everything. Um, they are trying to help many people build their droids, so it wasn't you know, one-on-one, but it was pretty good. Yeah. It was like one cast member per two people building probably. Yeah. It wasn't bad. It was reasonable. It was, it was helpful. Did you go to the, uh, I, I do have to say one thing though. I did find a little bit of it confusing because there's nobody kind of in there in the beginning telling you what you need to get now. Yeah. At least. Yeah, like that was but, the only thing I think that they could have somebody maybe posted inside the door saying, 
if you want to get a personality, they're over here. Right. These are not things you really need, but these are things that you can add on. We didn't understand the extras. Yeah. And I ended up with some extras that I really don't need, which is fine. So did you do the lightsabers as well? No, there are two ways to get a lightsaber. There's that whole experience, and I don't know the name. It's the secret uh, scrap metal assembly. Um, I need to look that up. Yeah, so there's uh, the lights where you can build it similar to the, if you're, I guess, went to Harry Potter, they have that thing. uh, Yeah, a lot of people are comparing that. But this is more, it looked like, because we've got some video of it up. I think I put it up on the mouse chat website or, or on the uh, mouse chat Facebook page or in the Facebook group, but it, the resistance supply. So it shows, is that where you build the lightsabers? That's where I you, thought it was like, there was a lot of people waiting for something's, that. Something yeah. shop or something with an O. Um, I didn't get o? over there. Oh, I don't remember. Anyways. You've got Oga's cafe, uh, cantina. Anyway, but was um, it Doc Ondar's? Is that the shop That's where you the, buy it? That's one of the shops where you can put one together, but it's not a secret shop. It's a uh, den of antiquities. Okay. Um, so that's where you kind of... It's supposed to be kind of hidden, but it's not. But this is where you can you can get anything from jewelry to oh, that's the, busts okay. to pins to outfits. So that's more of, a, more of a store. But then the, right. and then the other thing that you were talking about is where you have the experience of picking it and putting it together and right. And they talk you through it in a group and everyone puts it together and adds the crystal. And then voila, you have a lightsaber. That one we could not get in. It was, it was not going to happen. But what we did get to do is see the different pieces of scrap that they have out there. Um, They've got these drawers full of different kinds of scrap. And we got to see that. We just, well, Lauren, you didn't even get to see that. No, I didn't get to see that at all. No, I, I do have video of that as well. I have a lot, lot, <clears throat> lot to still get out there. So please stick around. There will be more. Um, it's just a matter of time. Uh, getting back from being gone that long, I'm still catching up on work and getting these stories and, and videos and pictures out. So it, it'll be coming. Uh, let's see what else. So since we're talking about merchandise, the Toydarian Toy Maker. Uh, this is a place where you can. They're like old-fashioned, almost like replicas of handmade toys. Like the plush, are not incredibly detailed. They look like they could have been handmade. Um, they also have like old-fashioned tin toys of the Millennium Falcon, and so just old-timey. Very old timey. Um, they have some of those, you know, those um, limp type toys where you used to push the button and it fell limp and then you let go and it stood up straight. Yeah. It's kind of like that, but without the button. So it's just the, the movable limbs and stuff. Mm. So they have those with lots of different characters, uh, probably six different guys. They have the chessboard there. They have that one. Uh, that I have um, pricing too. The plush went from eighteen to twenty, and the game board I believe was about eighty. Not positive on that. I know that the Millennium Falcon replicas that are about this—they're smaller than a, a 
a saucer, a teacup saucer. Um, those were 20. And they had some musical instruments there. And I'm trying to think what else. Well, the plush that I saw that you took pictures of, I mean, they have every disgusting, weird creature that oh, you've Oh, no, ever... no, no. Those aren't the plush. Oh, those are Those just... are the critters. Oh, the, well, the critters, they have pretty much every weird... Yeah, those ug- are disgusting. ...ugly thing that you would... <laughs> They're not, like, super cute, snuggly, like you no, would... No, none of them are. They're, like... The ugliest, scariest little. Or things. they can be cute and then they turn mean, like. That, oh yeah, that, that one cat. There's like yeah, there was one that looks cute until you squeeze it. And then you go. <laughs> and then all the teeth, all the fangs come out. Yeah, but it's so you interesting have to be careful with those critters. Um, yeah, they they have a pet store where you can see all these critters. Some of them you will find. There's one in a cage, the uh, front and center, and he's sleeping. He's snoozing, and then they've got uh, the frog like toad critter he's in a tank and they have another like a snail a huge snail it reminds me of gary from spongebob but he's over there Yeah, i found the tanks really interesting they were creepy creepy cool um but they, yeah all those weird guys um you have i need to get some names because these guys were really cool hold on talk mildly amongst yourselves or not. Or we could just entertain our listeners with a random fact, but. So, all right, did you find them? It's not that you say. ever have random facts. I, I don't know if it, if we need to tell them the names of the plush animals. Well, I didn't want to just say he was kind of like a frog or because they have real names. But we can skip. But they have probably 10 new critters that are out there. And, uh, of course, they have a porg. Um, But this guy interacts. His um, eyebrows, I think, move. But a lot of these are interactive. And so they'll do something. Um, They they do more than just sit there. Uh, They've got one that bounces around. He looks kind of like... an octopus, like a skinny octopus. He reminded me of the head li- or the the head, I guess, bodyless from Toy Story. You know that spidery looking one that was with the erector set and the head. So there was one that looked like that, where it just kind of crawls. He was creepy. So, um, other stores. What else do we have? Uh, we had the toy store. We talked about that. Um, the resistance supply. This is where you can be proud of being on the resistance and uh, caps, keychains, uh, clothing, sweatshirts, t-shirts, all favoring the resistance. And so they've got that. We talked about the creature stall. Ugh. And those are going to range anywhere from 20 to $65. Um, the Black Spire Outfitters. This one was really cool. This is where you can go in in your everyday park clothes and you can get uh, like a vest or a sweater that you put on over your normal clothes. And now suddenly you're dressed right. You can get a belt and, you know, it'll hold your lightsaber if you have one. They have um, just all this Star Warsy clothing 
that you can you can blend in. You can be one of them. Over at Black So Fire. the question I have. Did you try the blue milk? I did. How was it? Okay, so they have blue milk and they have green milk. And I may have reported earlier that the blue milk was liquid, whereas the green milk was frozen. They're both frozen. They're both kind of like coming out of a margarita machine, you know, in space. Um, The blue milk is definitely more of a tropical flavor, where the green milk, I think, has a kind of a citrusy floral taste to it. And I did mix the two as well. And so I had them together. I think blue is my favorite, then mixed, then green. So you really didn't care for the green? It wasn't bad, but it definitely had a floral undertone to it and not what I was looking for. So is it, is it anything? The ones I saw were just like in clear cups, so they weren't very they had the uh, exciting. Yeah, just, they were like in just clear plastic. There's certain plastic. clear plastic cups that you would get at the grocery store. Yeah. Nothing fancy. I would say it was about it was like a, 10 it, ounces. It looked like a blue Slurpee. It does. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like a margarita machine. So if you can imagine. Yeah. Um, so, they are $8 a piece plus tax. Oh or gosh. eight um 7.99 credits. And uh, it's... It's fun to try, definitely. I I didn't finish my sample. Hmm. They were giving samples in probably two ounce cups. And it's very sweet and very cold. <laughs> so it's refreshing, but it it wasn't what I was looking out for. So I keep I keep thinking there's gonna be something like butterbeer that is gonna be nothing as wowing as butterbeer, no. Disney keeps trying to find that magical butter beer uh, snack explosion yeah. uh, that butter beer has been for Universal, but they 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 keep having these uh, minor strikeouts. Near I miss. Call it. Yeah. It, First uh, was uh, Lafou's brew. brew. Didn't didn't mm-hmm. didn't didn't boom. No. At least it had like some type of foam on the top and it, and you could get it in a different cup if you wanted to. And so this, I thought they had all, I thought it was going to be some very unique or the, or the serving experience of it would be, you know, like, like on Royal Caribbean, you order a drink and a robot, you type it in a machine and a robot makes it and it slides it out to you. I mean, I mean, at least. There's a lot of show behind it. Yeah. There's at least some show. (laughs) So I figured maybe there would be some elaborate production but was there any of that or do they you just go up and no, order it's, and someone's like going to fat tuesdays like a uh, man yeah all right um i'm sorry it it was oh, it was well. something they tried very hard to do and it is the, i like the blue milk it's not milk in any way it's more like a yogurty drink texture mm. so the whole term, so kind of like a smoothie mm, type of Smoothie meets Fat Tuesdays. Um, okay, so it's made with rice milk and coconut milk. So it is um, dairy-free. I just... All right. It's not my thing. We'll have to try it, Sharpie. 
Okay, so then yeah, we're gonna have to try that. Katsaka's kettle. I, I love coconut milk, so yeah, they could it could work. It could work. So Katsaka's kettle. This is in one of the stalls at the marketplace, and this is where you can get. It's funny because they have a menu and they crossed all these things off, and the only thing left on there is the popcorn. And it's a mix of sweet and savory popcorn. And it's it's a blueberry cheesecake popcorn. That's the sweet. And then there's a like a chili pepper popcorn, which is the the savory. And it's actually they they referred to it as spicy when when I was being taken through. And you're supposed to eat they're mixed together and you're supposed to eat both flavors at the same time. You're not supposed to pick out the the blue and then eat the red. So you eat it all together and and you get this sweet and savory sensation in your mouth. Um, I think the the blueberry was really good. I could take a, a bag of that and down that. That was really yummy. Very sweet. Had a good blueberry flavor, not one of those fakey blueberries. The chili pepper was, it was very bland to me. I was expecting... A, you know, to, oh my gosh, it's going to be horrible. It's going to be hot. I'm going to need something to drink. Get me some blue milk. But <laughs> I I found that it was less than I expected. The combination was fine. Um, it wasn't the spark, no pun intended. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the spark that I was looking for. So, um, Lauren, what'd you try? So I didn't try snacks in there. Lisa and I had um, a meal. We went to Ronto. No, we didn't go to Ronto. We went to Docking Bay 7. <clears throat> we went to Docking Bay 7. Yep. And we had lunch there. So I didn't really have time to eat anything else after that. Um, yeah, we were limited to four hours. And when you have four hours yeah. to do everything. We, we ran out of time, honestly. Oh, yeah. So anything anything in Docking Bay 7? Or is that kind of like... Uh, cheeseburger no it was really really good oh it's all space food you're not going to find a cheeseburger in there oh now no. when you were at the party it was different okay that's cool now when um, you were at the party lisa i saw things were served like in jars is that how docking base no is? no you get it in really cool um plateware um yeah. the trays look like something out of well star wars <laughs> Um, they're metal, they're aluminum trays, right? Very good presentation with the plates. Um, they give you a spork. I know they brought back the spork. I saw that. I'm they excited. Bring back I, the spork, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I picked up the spork and I, my first thought was they're going to run out of these so quick because people are going to take them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Which is a shame. So, but I tried, what did I try? I tried the fried and Dorian tip yip. <laughs> I didn't know how to which order this. funny. But it was actually really good. How is fried in Dorian? How did you get it? How did you get it like uh, deep, so deep fried? You serve it on like a metal tray. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's like fried chicken. Mm-hmm. Do you get to pick? Like do you, you do you get to pick? Meat. Do you pick your Dorian from like a tank? No. Before before they fry it for you. No, such no but it was really yummy. It had like mashed potatoes with mixed vegetables and like a gravy mm. and the chicken. It was del- it was actually really good. Does it taste like chicken? It does taste like chicken. Doesn't everything taste like chicken? I guess. Fried and Dorian. And then I tried dessert, too. What did I have? I had the uh, Batu Bon. Mmm. Which looks like a lot of the desserts from Pandora. Ah. Uh, you know, it? those dome jellied looking desserts? Uh-huh. That's what it looked like. But it was like chocolate cake, 
white chocolate mousse ah. and like a custard on top. Oh, that sounds good. Lisa, do you know what you had? I know what I had, but I don't know the proper name for what I had. Wait, I can. I have it right here. Let me say you had hmm. the smoked kadu ribs. Yes, I had wow. kadu ribs. Right? Yeah, they yeah. massage them for like seven years. Those kadu. And then they well, get it shows. Yeah, they get very they were delicious. Yeah, and they get very tender because they like oh, and that, they feed them you had like that a blueberry a, corn muffin. Least mm. that was yummy. Yeah, blueberry corn muffin. Yep. And then it sat on a purple slaw, um, vinegary type yep. of slaw. Uh, it wasn't bad. The whole thing was good. Uh, we did have Dasani <laughs> to drink. <laughs> yes, but it was in a disguised Dasani bottle. Yes. I love how they've taken the Coca-Cola products. They've made special arrangements with Coca-Cola to design the the bottles for Coke, Diet Coke, Sprite, and Dasani. And you can tell within half a second what it is you're, you're getting um, because without actually saying Sprite, you can tell product recognition that it's a Sprite. Same with Dasani. Right. So they use the um, the foreign language, but like the S is the Dasani S. So it's pretty cool. I like it. Yeah. I thought it was cool. So there are some stories that go along because this is Disney, of course. And with Docking Bay 7 Food and Cargo, Chef Strono Cookie Tugs Transport Shuttle sits atop Docking Bay 7 as a mobile kitchen and restaurant, turning the hangar into Tugs Grub. Tugs Journeys from system to system, allow him to fill his pantry with exotic ingredients he uses to make new and unusual dishes, such as smoked kadu ribs, a fried andorian tip-yip, and batubon <laughs> for dessert. So those are the things that we had. That's funny. Those are all yeah. the things. Um, let's see. So they're saying that with the milk stand, the... Um, they're frozen blends of exotic tastes and fruity accents and the green milk delivering a bit more zing. And I think that's where the floral essence comes in. Oh, remember Ronto Roasters in the um, right off the marketplace? Mm -hmm. And they had these, oh, it was, they had this barbecue pit and uh, they were roasting creatures. And I don't even know what they were, but they look kind of, Bullfrogish, mm. but the size of a small pig. I think. I think in the pictures it looks like they're. I think they took an old pod racer engine and they're like cooking stuff using the pod racer engine. For, for that the, did nothing for me. For I'm all not the, gonna lie. For all the Star Wars people, did you try it? No. Um. So what Just they walking have, by it, I was like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> they have their special. So what was the best or most unique thing that you ate or drank in in the new land? Lisa had more there, probably. Yeah. Um, I wasn't privy to a lot. Okay, so you've got the Ronto wrap, and this is supposed to be one of the highlights, and this is at Ronto Roasters. And this is uh, roasted pork and grilled sausage. It has um, coleslaw, or, yeah, coleslaw. Um, it has some, some drizzle, some sauce drizzled. Um, let's see. It had the pork. It had the sausage. It was like loaded like a pita. And it's just this, talk about a symphony of flavors. Are they like cooking it out like on a big grill on this 
They're not. They're just um, like they are cooking it in behind. back. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. But they've got the. But they have the display the of display. whatever it's, going on. It's a prop. Yeah, I gotcha. Okay. Um, I can tell you that if you have picky eaters, you will struggle a little. If you have young children, you may struggle a little. Um, I think at um, at Docking Bay 7, they have mac and cheese. I don't recall seeing that on the menu, but I was told they have mac and cheese. Um, and, you know, mac and cheese enough said, but I didn't see it on the menu. Um, I would think your best bet for kids is what Lauren had, which was the tip yip, fried and Dorian tip yip, which to me resembled... Um, a good size piece of breast meat. And uh, it was kind of like a shake and bake, like that light coating. Yeah, it was like a panko almost. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Um, but that was good. And it had the mashed potatoes. It did have the vegetables ma- um, mixed in with the mashed potatoes. But I think that would be kind of on the kid friendly side. This, the ribs had a little bit of kick to them, but they were delicious. Uh, if your kids enjoy ribs, go for it. I don't know that they're going to like the Ronto wrap because it has so much going on, but give it a go. Um, Oh, can I mention one thing Mm -hmm. about um, where we ate lunch? They had Lisa made fun of me for taking pictures of it. The, when you checked out at the cash register, (laughs) (laughs) you know what I'm going to say, their um, credit card machine, like where you, you know, how you pay. It was the little terminal thing looked like it belonged there. Like it looked like space. It fit in. And it was perfectly themed. And I took a picture of it and she was like, oh my God, I can't believe you're taking a picture of that. And I'm like, come on. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Why not? Well, this is, like, yeah, that's the so other cute. thing. For, for everybody who doesn't know, because this is the pressing question. Everyone's like, how much is a credit? <laughs> so- a credit? A credit is a dollar. A dollar. Credit is one one uh, Earth U.S. dollar. Yes. Okay. Yes. It's a nice even exchange rate. That's a good exchange rate. Hopefully, say, is there a not like Canada <laughs> where yeah. there's a big exchange rate? Yeah, right you now. don't have to exchange money. They'll take the. the, the yeah, there's take, no need for the currency. They'll take the, they'll take the uh, dollars or it converts nicely. There you go. Um, let's see what else. So we talked Although about the they, droids. They do charge you on the ride if you crash the. Mm. Yeah, they do somehow. So you can get involved with the um, the Disney Play app, and there are a lot of things that you can do with that. And I don't even know the half of what you can do. But with the Disney Play app, you can choose your side, um, first order or resistance, and they have these these panels. Um, we saw we saw them everywhere. They're by the restrooms, drinking fountains. They're on the sides of buildings. They're everywhere. And some of them are more hidden than others, but you use your app to, uh, these control panels are used by the first order to monitor the resistance and make sure everyone is doing what they're supposed to and nothing sneaky, no funny business. And the resistance has figured out a way to kind of break into it and hijack it and turn the monitoring off. The first order is aware of this. And so while the resistance is trying to disconnect communication, the first order is trying to reconnect communication. 
So there's this constant battle and you can choose. I mean, you can choose as a family. This is what you're going to do. Or you can be a family split. You can gang up on dad for all you, you know, you can do that. If he's on the resistance, you guys could all be on the first order and go against him or whatever you want. But it's like an all day game where you're trying to change either to the resistance or to the first order. And at one point, in all likeliness, um, there will be triumph. Once, If one side gets complete control of all of them, which is going to be really hard to do, but it, it definitely can happen, I think credits are given or something. I'm not sure what happens. They didn't really get into that. But it's this back and forth of fighting for uh, the surveillance. So that's kind of fun. This also is a way to track how you do on Smuggler's Run, which is the um, Millennium Falcon. And, well, let's get into it. Let's talk about that. Okay. So uh, this is the ride. This is the attraction that they have. And it's a huge vehicle that is parked outside of uh, the attraction. You don't actually go into the Millennium Falcon that is out front. Um, there's, a, there's a separate way to get in. So you go through the queue. Um, you're going to see some great views as you go through the queue of the top of the Millennium Falcon, the side, and all these different angles um, just because of the way the queue is and how they don't let you back there um, just walking around the whole thing. So you go through the queue and then you go through uh, kind of a smugglers training um, your missions instructions and how it all works and then six people go into the Millennium Falcon at a time and there are two pilots in the front row and then the middle row is two gunners and then the third row two engineers you you can stick with your group um, they're not going to split you up you can they'll just like anything else they're going to try and keep you together. But maximum of six people per Falcon. And uh, we all know on Mission to Mars, well, hopefully we all do. Um, Mission Space? Mission Space, yes. That one. <laughs> you are given a, a task, a job, and then you're told to push buttons at certain times. And I think we also know that if you don't push those buttons, it doesn't really affect the ride. Nothing buttons. Yeah, they're nothing buttons. That is not the case. Lauren can attest to that. <laughs> um, so here you're also given tasks. And Lauren and I were both pilots. So we got the front row and we did ask for it. And if you don't ask for it, you might not get it and you might not be happy with your ride. So that's definitely my suggestion. Um, Lauren was on the left, so she was in charge of steering left and right. And I was on the right, so I was in charge of the up-down as well as hyperspace. The gunners are in charge of shooting when told, whether it's an enemy or a meteor. They, they're in charge of shooting. And then the engineers are in charge of repairing anything on the Millennium Falcon that we've up, <laughs> which we did a bit. Um, but what happens is Lauren and I were driving the Falcon. Not well, by the way. 
not so well. It wasn't the easiest thing. It's a big hunk of junk. Oh my God. We were so bad at it. It wasn't even, it was, it was bad. <laughs> it was very, very bad. So yeah, Aww. we did that. Um, and so we kept the engineers very busy. That was nice of us. <laughs> What'd you do? Keep running into things? Maybe. Oh my that, God. I'm pretty sure it was me that was running into things. <laughs> <laughs> so is it like um, a, so it's, no, it's so like it's a, like, it's like a giant video game. It's like a, one of those car games and you get it like turned around backwards but and, it's and hard everybody's, because everybody's like, angry. I'm, I'm working left, right. <laughs> yeah. This is working forward, backward. Yeah. And you really don't have time to communicate and talk about mm -hmm. what's going on. So like, I'm thinking, all right, I'm going to go left around this meteor. And then she dips down. And we crash into a meteor. Right. Do you go or around it or do you go under it? Down, and I think she, and I think she's going to go another way. So I turn right and we crash into a meteor. So like, <laughs> it, I it mean, was shenanigans. When we were done at the end. It evaluates the uh, damage done, uh, and he basically said, "Okay, so instead we're going to evaluate the damage not done because I feel like that's going to be easier." I was <laughs> like, "Oh, this is bad." <laughs> I think he also told us that we owed him at the end. Yeah, because we were supposed to make money on this. Um, you know, but we it's were cool because you don't like like part of it is controlled by it, but you also are controlling some of the actions of what's yeah. happening. Yeah, what you do definitely affects the game and the outcome. Um, you can see if if you shoot as a gunner, you're gonna see little lasers coming out and going onto the screen and hitting whatever you're aiming at. If you don't shoot, you're not going to see that. So you are at, it is like a video game. So you're absolutely controlling that. Um, so do they make you take out insurance on the way in just in case you wreck the thing? Uh, they should, because I'm fairly <laughs> certain Lisa and I. Yeah, I think I they said think something. The Falcon's ever going to be the same after us. Yeah. You rounded off the edges, did you? Oh, bad. <laughs> Very bad. It, it's a lot more aerodynamic now. Hmm. <laughs> smaller places now. now does the is it like simulator while you're moving like if you move up and down you're controlling the actual feeling of the ride going up and down yeah yeah feels like like dumbo anyway. all right okay yeah. yes so very much so, like the okay yeah it. there's one point where you you actually fall um there's dips and back okay. and forth and when you hit a meteor you hit a meteor okay so it's it's pretty cool Yes. Um, and, and, you know, we're laughing the whole time. It, everyone in there is just having a great time. Well, that's because they didn't wait like eight hours. Well. To have you as the pilot. Valid point. Can you imagine? Sharpie, you wait like six hours and then you have Lisa and Lauren flying it and you're like, oh, my God. Well, and I there have went, there went six what? There went six hours of my life. Well, they, they do have it kind of safeguarded so that way, like, you can't ruin your trip. Okay. Like, you can wreck it. You can wreck but it, it. You just can't like ruin it. It doesn't shorten your ride just because yes. someone on your team messes up. No, you just up. sustain more damage to okay. the That's Falcon. Safe okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. You can't crash and blow up and game over. It's I not like you. that. Yes. Um, and I must say that um, we started the the run. Yes. And, you know, you come to what you think is the end and you're like, okay, that was short but it was fun you know it can't be forever but then you go you keep going and i'm like oh well that's cool it was twice as long as i thought right. and then it actually ended up three times as long as i thought i'm like okay that was a good run that's good um 
I do think that there are going to be problems with people waiting three and four hours. And, you know, um, when we did um, Ollivanders and there was one girl in the room with all of the adults and the girl had a fit and the parents had a fit that she didn't get picked by the wand. Well, it's going to be the same thing with this if they don't get the, the pilot card. So there is a prime. Uh, Lauren, would you agree? Yeah. That you really want to be the pilot. Yeah. And or I can at least speak, a shooter. Right. And I can speak as being, I, I did get to ride it three times. I was an engineer the first time. I was a left pilot and then a right pilot. Thank you, Lauren. She wanted to be the right pilot, but I told her. But I, I haven't I been to the right. speed. She, but she pouted and she won. I did not. I offered it nicely. Mm. And then you did a and gunner? And then whined a little. Did you do, a, did you do the gunner? Or I no? was not a gunner. Okay, so you weren't the gunner. I was not the gunner. But as the engineer, um, yeah, you, you're yeah. literally along for the ride, and then the button flashes, and you push it. and Yeah. Yeah, it's not nearly as exciting. Well, they need to set it up where it's like waiting for the front car on a roller coaster. Like, okay, if you want to wait. Or to be in the front, then that might be what it comes then to. Then you need to come over here and wait in this line. If you want to be a pilot, or they should a, have a separate line for pilots. You got to arm wrestle Chewbacca. Well, but the problem there is if you want to ride it with your, your fam, yeah, your family or whatever. Yeah. Then you then yeah. you you just have to fight it out with your fam your family. Yeah. Well, and I also see like potentially like you know we travel to Disney normally as a large group. Like it's very yeah. rare that we're only like two people. Um. And you're going to want to ride it together and you're all going to be in separate because it's only six people. Right. Yeah. Oh, and, that, and that's not the end of the world. That's not. A no, deal, we're, but. we're definitely more than six people. But a lot I would of the rather time. split up then at that point and have. Yeah. You might have yeah. pilot. And, and I'll wait for the front seat or however they set that up. Wait an extra round. Especially if you wait that long. So if you could only go, well, right now because of the four hour Thing. If you and if you could go at either uh, during daylight or night, when would you go to see Star Wars? Did you see it at night? I saw it at I night. I did. I did. Uh, I spent a lot of time in there. Uh, the first day I spent easily 12 hours. Um, yeah, I spent a lot of time in there. And so so I saw yep. all hours of the day. The optimal time, in my opinion, is. Um, the five o'clock time slot because you're going to get daylight and you're going to get night. Yeah. Uh, we had 11 to three, which was good. Mm -hmm. Um, but they also have, it's like every two hours they have another load come in and they overlap by an hour. We should probably talk about how the whole system works. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this system is going yeah, away. It's a little, it's a little ambiguous. Yeah. So, Lisa, you want me to start with that one? Yeah, you start and I'll okay. jump in. You so you have your window, your four-hour window. So if you are an 8 a.m. window or the last window of the night, you have a little bit more playtime, I think. The first window as of right now was going in at 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. We overlapped by coming in at 11 to 3. And then the next window was 2 to 6 and then 5 to 9. So you have a one hour overlap on each end, basically, unless you're arrival or ending, if that makes sense. So you either, mm -hmm. I, in my opinion, if you can pick a time, I would go for early or late. 
do you have a colored band on or something so they you know? You do. Okay. And they, they block you. Like I did, I had an hour and 10 minutes left and they wouldn't let me into the cantina line. They were like, it's almost an hour wait. And I'm like, but I have an hour and 10 minutes. I just want to go in and see it. And they're like, we're sorry. Yeah. We so also like, heard how long thanks. did it take to get drinks in there? Oh. Well, then we found out that people that were inside that were ordering drinks, it was taking almost an hour. The cantina is fabulous. It's great. It, the theming is great. We actually had um, a wonderful cast member that just took me in to see Noah. it because I was so disappointed. Yep. Shout out to Noah. And he just kind of brought me in just to see it, take a couple pictures. So, um, you know, I didn't really need a drink. I just wanted to see what it looked like. So, um. Well, but the line, once you got inside, it took almost an hour to get a drink. So the wait outside was an hour. So now it made sense to me after I heard this, why they wouldn't let me in line, because then I'm overlapping even longer. So, but so really, I think there's got to be a strategy to how you do it, depending on what time your window is. So like <clears throat> if you're an early window, I think doing the cantina two hours in is not a big deal. But I think if you're a later window, like a mid-afternoon window, you may want to do the, the cantina early if you want to do it. But you may not get to see everything if you really want to do the cantina. Because the cantina and the ride are They're, probably going to yeah. take you about two and a half hours to three hours combined. Mm -hmm. Well, before so. you even get to um, <coughs> Galaxy's Edge, you need to be sure that you're prepared and that you go to the park with what you need to get in. Otherwise, you're out of luck. And right. if you barcode, yeah, you've got a QR code that is sent to you via email. It's sent to the lead guest the on the before. reservation. And then you go into the Disneyland park and you need your normal admission for the day. And, um, your driver's license, everyone, you need ID. Has to be together. Everyone has to be there and everyone has to be, um, have their ID and on the reservation, you're not going to be on the QR code unless you're on the room reservation. So make sure you're on that. You can't just say, oh, yeah, I'm rooming with her. I should be on there. They have no leniency. <clears throat> so I thought that I thought the way they handled entrance was smooth as silk. Um, I thought they did a fantastic job on this. So we went over to. Um, why am I drawing a blank? What's it called? Lace the building. Oh, it was to check in. Oh, the launch bay. The oh. launch bay. We headed over to the launch bay to check in. The line looked long. We were like, "Oh boy, here we yeah, go." Yeah, it but did. Within twenty minutes, we were through the line and we had our wristband. Yeah, we were in and out within twenty minutes. <clears throat> so don't be alarmed if you see a line. There's actually two lines there. Mm -hmm. There's a merchandise line, which I don't know if that's going to remain open. Uh, That'll probably just not. remain open until they run out of inventory, which they may have already done. Mm -hmm. But that merchandise line, which is the upper bay, was only pins, right, Lise? Pins only. Pins only. They were just the And some of those pins. were AP pins. So. And AP pins. Mm -hmm. um, if you one. want just T-shirts or regular pins, like, you know, opening day pins, they did have those in the store. They had them at um, Star Traders. They had them in Galaxy's Edge, of course. And, no, they didn't have the well, they didn't have the dated ones. No, none of that stuff. Yeah. They had normal pins, normal right. Galaxy's Edge pins, but not opening day with a date. Right. Um, so, so then we went up to, to Santa line. The merchandise line was really long. So we left and then you walked over to your check-in place, which was over by Hungry Bear. 
So you entered the park. They kind of corralled everybody by the hungry bear. And they started letting everybody in at our 11 o'clock window. Well, and I thought that all went really smooth. They scanned your band like three times to make sure you're, yeah, they checked no your pain. band three times to make sure you were in the right place. Let me jump in real quick. When you do go to the launch bay, you're allowed to go two hours prior to yes. your reservation start time. And I recommend that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just to get the worry off your back because, you know, it's a very daunting experience. You know, you're worried about getting there and then you do want to line up and... Yeah, we lined up, what, 20 minutes early, half hour early? Yeah. And there were a million people behind us. Yeah. That was good. Um, but yeah, you definitely want to to kind of get there early, do everything you have to do, and be done with it. I think as time goes on, the lines are going to be a little bit less. I don't think it's going to be as hard, but... Do you mean um, under the four-hour? After... Like when we first got in there, the wait time was 90 minutes and we waited, what, like an hour and the wait time was about 50 minutes. So like a lot of people go in and go right for the ride. But then if you wait a little bit, that ride line will lower a little bit. Just be careful not to get on it when the second wave comes in. Yeah. Yeah, You want to wait. The first first wave is out. There is a method. The second wave goes in. And how long until this whole only Disneyland resort guests are allowed. June 23rd. So June 23rd, then regular, any, any Disneyland. Then anybody can go in. It's literally open. You were told that no fast passes at all after that, right? No fast passes. And I'm sure it'll come eventually down the pike, but um, they will lift the reservations and there will be no fast passes. So it'll be just an open land. On June 23rd. June 23rd. It'll be interesting to see the wait times then, because now it's oh. limited to just resort guests at the Disneyland well, or resort. Or reservation, property. you can you or can make a reservation, but they're all sold uh, out right now. I got gotcha. you. So, okay. like, you could stay off site and have a reservation, or be an AP holder and have okay. a, a reservation, but you have to. They're all gone. You okay. can't make those anymore. The only way to get a reservation right now is if you book a stay during between now and June twenty third, okay. which is going to be hard to do. <clears throat> so. Uh, what else? So I think what about, I don't know if it's too soon to talk about this comparing to what we think is going to happen in world. Is it too (laughs) soon to talk about that? Never too soon to speculate. So when does world open? It's August. August 29th. 29th. So we think that the rise of resistance, if it opens in the summer at Disneyland will already be open at Disneyland. Maybe. Right. Cause it's, I would think so. If they said summer. Well, summer um, could be up until what mid September, right? So yeah, it might. So yeah, it could be, and that's what I had heard, like so, like September, early October, but maybe it's farther along. I think that's more for world. So what do you think? Yeah. So what do you think? Um, the difference between lands and world will be. I think they're going to be very similar. I feel like world might be a little bit bigger, and I'm hoping that they rethink the size of the cantina after they saw the crowds. Now, the size of the cantina might be worse there because it is the first bar in Disneyland. The very first. Right. Oh, yes, true. So that may be making that more popular because of the uniqueness of it. Mm. They may not need one that big in World, but it was very popular. But I, I do think part of that was because of the fact that you you've never been able to get a drink in Disneyland. Yeah. On I that think side. 
I think that one of the problems with the cantina is that they have these huge coves. Like there's this cove with a booth that can seat probably eight people, but then there were two people sitting in it. So, I believe the maximum capacity was 160 people. 160 was um, capacity. But if you were, they it was a waste a, of space to hmm. have two people at a booth for eight. Do right. they Do they put you in a booth? Like a hostess? I'm guessing people asked for a table. Because like mm-hmm. at Lamplight, at Lamplight and Lounge. They, yeah, they're very strict at Lamplight. There's oh, a, yeah, they, we had to ask You have to have people. a reservation at Lamplight and then they check you in and you make reservations in advance and it's super popular, but it's like managed. It, Disneyland might have to go to a reservation system for the cantina. That's a, that's a very distinct possibility. But they do it help. at Lamplight, so I could see them doing it eventually. Yeah. I'm thinking for this until June 23rd, I don't think they can do anything with it. But I think that's a good possibility, Steve. You might be right. And then they then it's controlled and um and it's not just a party of two taking up a, a table for eight. Right. And if they had any consideration, they would take one end of the table and allow another party to now, is it, the other. Is end. it drinks and snacks like Lamplight Lounge or is it mm. just drinks? Uh, or they would just do community seating. I just saw drinks. Yeah, or they would do big where everyone just sits together. Yeah, yeah. it would work. Because mm. um, if there's no snacks in there, <laughs> then maybe people won't, I don't know. They guess well, they won't Steve, hang you everyone. saw the construction for World, right? Yeah, but I only saw like the outside of the stuff. You I didn't get Millennium? No, I didn't even get over to that section. I saw like the giant, which I didn't even see in any of the photos or video that you guys just did. I, I like went through the tunnel at World and you come out into this giant valley that's like Cars Land where you see where you're surrounded by mountains in the distance. And then off to the left is the entrance to the resistance ride that looked like a giant tube going into the see, ground. In World, I wonder how they're going to block it because like when you ride Slinky Dog... Yeah, it is clear as day. Oh, you don't. Yeah, there. but you don't see any of that when you're in there. That's what I was wondering. Because no. if you can see in, I would assume. No, you, can you see can't. It out. You can't see out, and you don't hear anything. You're like completely, and you're just in that land. It's like okay. a whole different experience. There's not the only thing you hear are all the freaking helicopters that fly over okay. like every ten minutes in at so, world. But yeah, yeah, you don't, don't see any I don't think they're going to be able to do this reservation system that they're doing here. I don't think that's going to fly there. I don't know. It'll be interesting. Um, I do not think they can do that. I don't. Th- they they have too many hotels. Yeah. They have way too many hotels. I do not think the reservation system is going to work in World. Oh, you I'll mean be just to get in on in the early days at World? Yeah, I don't think see it's going to happen. Land. I don't think they can do it. Yeah, there's too many. Yeah, there's, there's only. People. Yeah, there's way too many people versus. The the hotels are much smaller, and there's only what three of them at Disneyland. Yeah, versus twenty what five twenty six or yeah, something. Are, you know, it's crazy. Massive. <laughs> there's no way. So I think that's why they're I doing the extended do hours. Preview at World. They might. I would pay. I, I didn't say that Disney. I wouldn't pay. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't pay. Uh, I take pay. it back. <laughs> All right, I have uh, I have further researched the Oga's cantina and there is one snack on the menu and they're called batu bits 
light crisp snack mix from the galaxy. It's eight dollars. So mm. you know, a little like pretzel mix. I'm peanut, sure. Yeah, that doesn't. All right, yeah. all right. Um, well, there's something, but it's not like uh, lamplight where you have really good appetizers, like amazing appetizers. No, but mm. they do have concoctions without alcohol for the the young travelers. Yeah, and they also have the blue bantha, which is the blue milk, and it's served with. Um, Bantha inspired vanilla butter sugar cookie. So it's hmm. milk and cookies. They put the cookie on top of the glass. Now, the menu you're looking at right now has all these really cool looking glasses and, and containers. Do they, do they, is it an option for them to come in these awesome looking? Kind of. I think so, it's specific drinks, right? Right. You have the Cliff Dweller, which is a non alcoholic. That's, um, it's got citrus juice, coconut, hibiscus, grenadine. Uh, ginger ale, and that one is served in a porg mug. That is $32. Holy cow. Yeah. That, yeah, you're paying for the mug. Yeah. Um, and then they also have an alcoholic one. And this one is Yub Nub. This one is Malibu pineapple rum, Sailor Jerry spiced rum, mm. citrus juices, passion fruit served in a souven- souvenir Endor mug. And that one is anyone? I don't know, $50. That's 42 42 That's what I was going to say. That's crazy. Well, that's because of the mugs. I went Earth. to that. I went to the Blind Rabbit. I spent $150 on a drink. I nearly shot you. $150 for a drink. What is the Blind Rabbit? The Blind Rabbit is a, it's like a. A ripoff. It's a hidden little Obviously. bar in um, Anaheim. It's like behind us, like behind this bunch of barrels and you. You touch the barrels and the door opens and it only seats like 15, 20 people. And I went with Paul Berry from inside the window to the magic. And we got, we got a little, and they, and you only get like an hour and a half or whatever. There's a limit. And I ordered whatever the drink was and it comes, it, the production is ridiculous. I mean, it's unbelievable. All in the name of, of research, right? Yes. And I got, and it comes in a, it's a tiki bar type thing, but it's like, it's like set in the 1920s. So it has this 1920s feel and people get dressed up and, and you're right there with the bartender. It's really cool. And then, um, they do all these big production, crazy drinks and there. And then I got a $50. Well, I got a $25 credit on a gold coin. So I got, so that was part of it and then and then I got to keep the mug and there's only like 125 mugs. We still have the mug. We, you better keep the mug. It's on that that mug is like double the price. $150. Is it really? It's, it's well cuz and they're made and the mugs are made by if you're a tiki person, which I am not, but they're made by, you know, some guy who makes expensive tiki mugs, you know. So they're I hope I have it. So I looked at you don't better not throw it away. That tiki mugs What worth, does it look like? It looks like a rabbit. A blind rabbit. Oh god, that thing. Yeah, it's ugly. Yes, it is. It's very ugly. But right. and then and then they bring a book that's hollowed out at the end with the with the bill in it to kind of push you along when you're hour and a half or two hours or whatever this mm. is up. But anyways, so I see where all these and I, I'm sure um Trader Sam's is the same with, you know, expensive mugs and all that. So Yeah. I see how um, the cantina to can give, do this. To give you an idea of some of the drinks that they have and the pricing, your drinks are gonna be somewhere between 14, 15, what do we, I mean, I'm not counting that $42 drink. These are alcoholic ones. So 16, 14 to 16 on your. With, with the non-collector mug. Not, this is not a take home. So you've got Jedi mind trick. Um, Mm. it's got. My drink will be free. (laughs) No, that's not the mind (laughs) trick. 
My drink is um, free. Grapefruit and rose vodka. John D. Taylor's Velvet Falernum. I'm not good with alcohol names. Ooh, blue curacao. Got that one. Mm. Uh, grape juice, lime juice, grapefruit bitters. I don't know what those are. Oh, but I did want to tell you about this one. It's on the non-alcoholic, and this is um, Oga's Obsession. And this is Adwalda Lemonade, which is cotton candy flavor, blueberry top, uh, popping pearls, and um, dried fruit on top. So it's like jello. And it's actually really, really good. Mm. Um, yeah, the it's good. The one thing I noticed that I think they did very well, because Harry Potter, you go through that experience and one person can pick a, gets a wand during that experience. The Star Wars lightsaber. Where the wand picks you. Yes, yes. The Star Wars lightsaber, when those, one. yeah, so the Star Wars lightsaber, you go in and the droid, you go in to buy the item. It's not like you're just walking through it and not buying it. You have to buy the item. And then the Star Wars lightsaber, it's not just one person who makes it. They're $200 a piece. And there's, I don't know. I have to look at the video. What? There's, at there's least, like a hundred and some odd. Yeah. But there's like at least versions, right? Yeah. But they at least sell like, instead of selling one wand, they're selling like for 50 bucks, they're selling like eight lightsabers at a time in that one room at 200 a piece. And, uh, mm -hmm. that, and, and who knows? I don't know if that's just the one room, if there's multiple rooms. So, and they're selling ridiculously high dollar drinks, ridiculously high dollar. I mean, the merchandise is not your $20 t-shirts, everything. 35 on a t-shirt, by I the mean, way. you're spending 200 on a droid and up. You're spending 200 probably on a lightsaber and up. You're spending... Uh, it's you're spending if you're getting the the mugs, you can spend forty two dollars on a drink. I mean, you can. Plus, you got into the park. You can spend some serious cash if you, you want can. to. If you want to, it's credits. Even if you don't want to, credits, lots of credits. I spent a lot of money, a lot lots of credits, of, a lot of credits. Mm hmm. Um, my droid ended up. Gosh, hmm. one. 60, 170. $170 yeah. for your drawers. 100, 140, <clears throat> 50, 60, 70. Yeah. No, it was one like 185. Yeah. It was 180. Yeah. yeah. 180. Well, but you got some attachments. Mm -hmm. You got yeah. the personality and the bag. And the bag is super cute. Yep. Yeah, I do there like the bag, go. but you're not going to use it anywhere except in the park to show right. off that you got a droid. You better go back. Right. So I need to use that. Walk you could put around. a cat in there. I could walk around you with one of my just cats. start walking around oh, the neighborhood. Go to, go to Publix with your droid on the back. <laughs> Freaking droid was 180 bucks. I'm taking it to Publix. That's right. Darn it. Yeah, I would take that droid everywhere. That's right. It'd be my new BFF. He's adorable. That's it on your back. Oh, by the way, oh, I sell... funny you should ask. I sell Disney vacations. That's I got... my droid. <laughs> yeah. It's tax write-off. Yes. <laughs> go everywhere <laughs> with your droid. Oh my gosh. Well, I guess it's better than a lightsaber. I'm going to carry that around. Yeah, I I debated. I was actually going to get a lightsaber because they look so cool. They do look really and cool. And I look pretty cool holding it, I have to say. They okay. looked amazing. And uh, then I figured it was actually a better choice. I figured you'd have fun with the remote control R2 unit. Someone asked if, um, how they sh if you could ship them on a plane. They must come apart or have that figured out. I don't know how that works. I mean, they got to be a ton of those going through LAX. 
There are now. Oh, yeah. Sir, you're going to put your lightsaber in your checked luggage. Well, I don't know if you could. It won't fit. <laughs> I know, it's too long. You just have it, to I mean, they give it Sharpie. to you in like a nice like carrying case. I mean, I'm sure you buy the carrying case, but yeah. like, I, I don't think there's any way. So you have to carry it. You have to, yeah, you have to carry it. There's a lot of people carrying lightsabers on the, on the plane. There were. I'm sure. Yeah. That's um, cool. And, you know, people with droids. Do they make noise? The lightsabers? The lightsabers? Did you not see my video? No, I didn't see the video. Okay. Steve. I only saw the video that the B-roll that Disney sent me. That's all, you know, professionally perfectly done. All right, here. So, Let's... well, you have to show it to me later because the people on the, aren't, aren't going to, they can't see it. Yes, but they can appreciate it. So right now, Lisa's touching things on her phone. And she's looking through 8,000 photos. So let's, let's do this later. What else? Um, so you did the ride. We're waiting on the new ride to open. Oh, here's all the critters. Um, I don't know. I mean, it looked, it looked definitely when I saw from your videos, it's, it's looks extremely impressive. Uh, I, I can't wait to see it kind of at night. I, I did see, oh, there it is. There's the lightsaber. Uh, Mm. Oh, it even lights up like a lightsaber. It does. It, it goes start, up and it down. It does it. Yeah. It, and then it goes up. When you turn it on, uh-huh. it, and it goes. Oh, wow. That makes me want to buy it right there. Leave me alone. That's pretty awesome. Can't you make the sound on your phone turn on so we can actually hear it and <laughs> you can right, put it up to the on, microphone on, instead on. of you making the sound? You didn't like my sound? No, just turn, push the. There we go. Hold on. There we go. Here we go, people. Okay, yeah, You're gonna, you, you get, get to, to you get it. to hear it instead of Lisa's interpretation. Now hit play. Really? Yeah. There we go. All right. Here we go. You have to hold it to the microphone because we can't hear you. Try again. No, you didn't put it to the microphone. This is this is how. It, There we go. I think I made a very good uh, imitation of that. Was, yes. Very good. Yeah, so the lightsabers look pretty cool. Yeah. Um, mm. And the merchandise and just, there's still so much. I don't know. Just weird stuff. And you know what was another fun thing is if you see... Uh, a duct or a wire or a cord, it actually goes from one place to another and serves a purpose. Or at least it represents that it's serving a purpose. So it's not just wires hanging from here to there for no reason. So they did a... I a saw the uh, the opening ceremony. That was impressive. Yeah. The, the guest appearances, that was, was pretty impressive. It was like one after another. It was. So we started off. I saw Bob Iger in the park. I know. I'm not going to lie. I'm still a little bit upset about this part. I'm not. I'm, I can't even pretend to lie about this. Well, I'm watching her Facebook yeah, she live. Was, she was mad at me. I'm watching I was Lisa's, not happy. Lisa's Facebook live and she's walking around Star Wars. And then I'm like, is that Bob Iger? Yep. Like walking like right next to you? Mark Hamill. Yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. And then I, then I text. I'm like, did it Bob Iger just walk by you? And, and Josh she's, Moore. And she's like, yes. And I'm like, oh, my God. And there's Bob Iger, the CEO of the Disney company, yeah. like walking right next to you. Yeah, we had a blue milk together. It was good. 
Ugh. You said, Bob, it's blue milk. Come on. Really? I said equal rights. Where's the pink milk? Ugh. Oh, boy. I'm kidding. So, yeah, I saw him. And then you went to the the live, uh, what was it, the dedication. The dedication. You had a really good spot. And then I, I figured maybe, I was hoping that maybe some of the uh, Star Wars cast would come, but they were all there. It was yeah. like one after another. So in case you didn't catch it, um, Bob Iger, of course, did his little presentation and dedication. And then he calls out George Lucas. George Lucas. George Lucas comes out. He's like the most. Chill? Yeah. He's Not the, happy. Yeah. He does never. Everything I've ever seen when I looked at pictures, he is just like. He he's not excited. I don't. Maybe that's maybe that's the way he is. He just was not like. Don't question the genius. He's like this, and then Bob said something about how it could have gone, and and George said, "Yeah, it could have gone really bad up for the Star Wars land." And then Bob had to jump in and go, "Hey, but it was really great." But it didn't. But it didn't. It's really uh-huh. great. You can tell you're so excited, George. So then I was excited. They got Billy D. Williams to come out. That was good. That was is Lando. That, is Lando Calrissian. Yep. Yeah. Lando. Got Lando. And he had, did a really good speech about. He was good. Yeah. He and was, he was happy to be there. He was definitely very entertaining. You could tell the difference between George Lucas and, and Lando Calrissian like right away. And then. Slightly more excitement. Little Well, then they called Chewbacca out, which was pretty cool. He was up in his little shooter gunner position. Yep. He was in the Falcon. Yeah, he was in the actual Falcon, which I was wondering. I was like, are they going to make that where you can actually well, ha- sit in there? And they I did. think they're going to turn the whole Falcon into a VIP section where you can have business meetings or rent it out and oh, propose. Oh, genius. Yeah. And if they aren't, they should. Mm. You're welcome, Bob. Yeah, spend the night. <laughs> spend the night in the Falcon. Um, spend the night in the Falcon. Lauren, you have a new goal. Well, they have a hotel coming to Disney World, so. Yeah. But, so, um, oh, okay. So then so Chewbacca then I, comes out. Yep. And then Mark Hamill comes out. Luke Skywalker himself. He was so cheerful and happy to be there yeah, as well. He it, was, he was really a pleasure. Great. Yeah, he was good. Yes. Yes. Um, we shared a green milk. That was good. Mm-hmm. And then if it couldn't get any better and if the stage couldn't get any more cramped, they get none other than Han Solo, Harrison Ford himself to come out. <sighs> yeah. Are we boring you? It was cool. No, I'm still sour. Yes. It was. That it's was. not like I went and had. You did. I didn't. <laughs> it was cool. I didn't. I it didn't was. have any um, Batu bonds with him. Well, they all probably live down the street. That's another thing about Disney, Made it easy. Disneyland and California. So, But, you a, know, Harrison did a quick little... Fix the Falcon. Well, yeah. I mean, it was kind of funny. But Yes. It was um, good. It was I, I was most impressed with um, Mark Hamill's little spiel. And uh, he, he seemed like he really wanted to be there. Um, as did Billy D. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah. Uh, it, it was, if you watch the video, I think I held it together up until Harrison Ford. And then I'm like, oh, it is Harrison Ford. Yeah, Lisa, yeah, Lisa I has. I legit would have died either way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, if you haven't been to the Mouse Chat Facebook page or the Mouse Chat group Facebook page, instead of spending your four the hours. Yeah, if you... uh 
Lisa has at least four hours of Facebook lives that you could watch. Do. So, so you don't even have to go and spend the four hours and you can walk around with a lot less people uh, in there and not walk out with a, a $280 droid. Yeah. But you could just enjoy. You know you like him. Yeah. So, Lauren, uh, do you remember how much the sodas were? Were they $4? I thought you said told me there were six credits. Uh, they may have been. That's why I'm checking with Lauren. Which ones? The round ones? Yeah. I don't know how much the round ones were. A regular soda was $5. Okay, and that was like, fountain. N- with no fancy anything. That was the fountain one. So I'm sure it was $6 for uh, six credits. Six credits. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what else was really cool that we didn't talk about, which there are going to be dozens of things. Um, one thing to point out is that every shop, every restaurant, every attraction has a story and every, every location has a proprietor and every proprietor has a story and every cast member that you see in galaxy's edge has a story. And if you start asking people about their story, Mm -hmm. that in itself is going to be entertaining. Well, and I found this really, really, really stayed in character. They did. If anyone else says bright suns to me, bright suns, bright suns, bright suns, ignite the spark. Um, the stage show that I saw, cause they all have a little stage show type thing where, you know, where something comes out and they have a conflict and, or some princesses come out in front of the castle or whatever. I, I'm just not a stage show person, but I did see that there is one of sort, um, ignite the spark. I, I think might even be what it's called. Yes. Um, I couldn't even, I just, I watched like the first three minutes of the video and then I was like, all right, I, I, I get it. <laughs> it's just not my, it's not my thing, but maybe it, maybe it's good. If you like stormtroopers and. Lauren and I also pointed out to they, each other mm-hmm. that the just kind of random walking around of stormtroopers, um, positioned guard type it was just very natural and it made you feel like you were on Batu, and that you were in, in kind of a yeah. first order. Yeah. Like it's controlled. Monitored. Yeah. Which I hope they continue. Right. I because, thought the same. Because on uh, yeah. Pandora, when I went for the media event, they had, um, you know, scientists there that were, you know, look like hippies that were like studying the plants and writing in their journals and taking photography or, you know what I mean? They were like exploring Pandora and you could interact with these people. Um, but that was, that was literally just for the media event. And you're like, Oh, this would be cool. But, um, but anyway, yeah. So hopefully they keep some of that. It probably just won't be at the level that you guys got to see. Yeah. Very cool. So I guess we'll have to head up Disney World for uh, August 29th. I uh, I already have a room. Therapy, we'll have to Me go. Too. And we have plans. We do. We have plans. We have big plans. What are we, we doing that Saturday? Plans. Oh, that's right. We're going there, but we're not going to Galaxy's Edge. Yes, <laughs> I <we> am. <laughs> I thought we were having a, a, are we doing a mouse chat meetup, but we're not going to Galaxy's Edge? No, but the opening is the 29th for Worlds. Yeah, and we'll meet up on Saturday. All right. Yep. 
fill me in later. So if you're going to be in town. So if you're going to be us. in, you can see us over in um, uh, Disney World. Yes, Mouse Chat Meetup. Before we get too far away from Batu and Galaxy's Edge, um, I wanted to talk real quick about some of the characters that we might see. And um, I liked this part. They were all over the place. Yeah. Uh, Ray walks around and she's doing photo shoots or, you know, character meet and greets or whatever you want to call it. She's recruiting Batuian locals um, to join the resistance cause. Several times a day, you're going to have Kylo Ren walking around. He'll be over at the First Order um, at Docking Bay 9 with, and he travels with stormtroopers. And we saw him outside of the um, droid depot and it, he was mobbed. Everyone's shoving the, their phones in his face and selfies and the poor guy, poor Kylo. Um, but then he goes uh, through the Black Spire outpost in search of the resistance. So watch out if you're openly resistance because he will get you. Um, you'll also possibly um, stumble upon the resistance spy Vi Moradi. I can't say these. Vi Moradi in Black Spire Outpost. Um, she is keeping tabs on the First Order. And Vi is... She might pass on some tricks to her uh, of her trade to those that know that the resistance is going to gain in strength. Um, Chewbacca is going to be here and there. He is so pretty. You know how in the movies <laughs> his hair is just kind of <clears throat> mad at he's he's been to the spa. Yeah, I think you would it would be handsome maybe for a Wookiee if it's any of those things versus pretty. He's pretty. No, I that Wookiee's no rookie. No, but his he looks very well. I saw well in the video his his even his gait of his walk is like spot on. He's got that, you know, swagger. Yeah, he's got that Wookie swagger. Wookie swagger. Wookie swagger. That's <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. That's a thing. It should be That's a, a yeah, thing. Yeah, it should be like a drink in the cantina. Comes in a hairy. Get your Wookie swagger. Mm -hmm. okay. So yeah, that works. Um. Who else might you see? You're, again, stormtroopers here and there. They're going to be on post. I saw you got in trouble. I got in trouble, yeah, for using my image capture device. Yeah. And uh, It would have been great if you, like, smashed, knocked it out of your hand. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> Thanks. Here's Vi. Be, uh, I, it'd, be great. it'd be great until it hit the ground. <laughs> yeah, I got all, a picture with Vi. Here she is. I don't even know who Vi is. Go back and watch. Do I need to watch another one of the movies again? All of them. I need to Vi. find that one. Yeah. She's. Oh, you know, what? I didn't see. Did I see? Oh, I did She's see She's like it. a spy. Hmm. With the uh, big guys? Hmm? I don't know. Mm -mm. Uh, no. I need to find that Wookiee swagger. I just bring back the Ewoks. Um, yeah, they didn't have any Ewoks. No, they don't. They're not there. Um, hmm. But I, I did like these guys. Were the, were, were the Jawa? The Jawa there. Mm -mm. Well, the Jawa would be cool. Yeah, there's a lot of. Oh, that's there's right. so the, much they can do with this because it's intergalactic. Are over at, um, very cool. Yeah, the whole thing is really cool. Um, the merchandise that they have, I, I believe it that they've got over 700 different items. Well, they uh, probably have a 50 of them are pins. Yeah, 
But you can also get an R two D two chip bowl. Lauren liked that one. Uh, mm-hmm. Gotta get an R two D two chip bowl. What a, about an R two D? Well, they don't do ashtrays anymore. But no. if they, but if they did, no, I did like the chip bowl. Yeah. yeah. Now the they're just now cool. all the ashtrays are just chip bowls. Yeah. Yeah, they kind of are. You're right. <laughs> just, you can also get um, you can get a full size, very official, stormtrooper outfit for sixty six hundred credits. Oh God! Mm. Wow! Yeah, sixty six hundred credits. Wow! Sharpie, you speak as outfit. though I've stuttered. I'm sure that's good. And then I'm sure that's. that's I speak as yeah. though I am dumbfounded. Mm-hmm. 6, <laughs> All right. I have to show Steve. I saw, See how his fur I saw just him. That's glistens the video I saw. in the sunlight? Look how well he walks there. He's got it down. He's got the, the Wookiee swagger. He does. I know. I feel like you've He's got, got the, the most like yeah. Jagger. You've got the Wookiee swagger. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, there. You've got oh. the Wookiee swagger. Got yeah. The Wookie swagger. Come I like on. It. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> that, was a good, that was a good one. Lauren. I know. That could be a song. Oh, oh my boy. gosh. So on, tell me not everybody is now humming that. <laughs> I did see the uh the beast the the name I've already forgotten that's in the water fountain. The, oh yeah, the, uh, I don't know his name. I tried so hard to get him, but the glare. Oh, there's a every oh, hour of the day there was a glare. Oh, that hits that tube. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the water I'm fountain that the uh the uh animal that's in the original Star Wars movie in the uh trash compactor. It's like a giant eye. Yeah, he peeks up. He peeks up above the water fountain there. But the crystals, they have the the crystals and you can get uh, different colored crystals and they have different wisdoms and you can put these in your holochrome or your lightsaber. And so they're interchangeable. So that's pretty cool. And they had probably 30 different lightsaber handles. Mm -hmm. Sharpie, how many lightsaber colors are there? Six. A lot. Hmm. I think there are about six. There's blue, green, red, purple, white, and yellow. You Great. know, there were that many. I was impressed. Good job, Sharpie. Good job. Um, I, try, I tried to do my homework. So is it? Impre- oh, and Steve, I did take pictures of the trash cans for you. I saw them. They look awesome, too. They do. And when I was backstage for a stint, they had a whole new shipment come in. It was pretty impressive. It was on this huge pallet. It was like double size pallet. Trash cans. Yeah. They, um, they changed them up. Mm -hmm. They're even designed differently than than the normal trash can. Yeah. It's, 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 they, uh, hit it out of the park now. Like, how's it at night? So I asked you a little bit about that. Is it really well lit and looks super cool and everything? Here's some pictures. Walking through the village at night. Well, that's after. So it it is really cool. So I I did go around and take some pictures at night. Um, Yeah. Got a picture of the Wookiee with uh, Ray. I I also saw your your post about like, or or comment, like after you got out of there and you walked through Fantasyland. You know how they say that you're, you're in a whole nother world? And it was so weird. I knew that I was in this, this Star Wars land and I was kind of uh, pushed toward the exit that left me through uh, fantasy land. And all of a sudden I'm looking at Casey's Casey Jr. And 
and the carousel. And I'm like, when did I get to Disneyland? And I was so just engrossed in all of the Star Wars that you're not thinking Disney. You're not thinking Disneyland. You're not thinking anything along those lines. And then you step out and it's like, oh, there's Big Thunder. Holy cow. Wait, where am I? Yeah. Because they do such a good job. Um, these are the desserts. Um, the Jello one, really good. It's got those, uh, Sharpie, you looked uh, this up, the Boboa. The, the Boa Pearls. Yeah. And that was good. Um, but just amazing. The, the disgusting fish that they have in Docking Bay 7. Oh, uh, uh, that's cool. Now I'm excited. I am excited. Um, it is definitely cool. Um, yeah, your bottled water is uh, 3.99 credits, and fountain drinks are 3.99 and 4.19. We'll see if that lasts. But they have, look at all these specialty do you teas. Think, do you think that, I wonder if that'll last, or if, or if that won't translate to international guests or something. I, I, I hope oh, it, the credits. I hope it. I hope it lasts. I'm sure there's a there's there's a news story coming about uh, some ridiculous news story that we'll hear about in the next year about someone getting upset about credits or not getting the right exchange rate or whatever. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> there'll be That's some happening. ridiculous thing. Oh, it looks nice. At you night. could start it, Steve. Look, no, you can even get R two D two towels. Uh, of course, to go Here's with my chip. Oh my God, it's a dumb. Uh, so it's like R2 an R two D towels. So the chip bowl. Yes. So the chip bowl is an upside down R two D two head. So it's yeah. like it's, it's like, kind of sick. It's like an R two D two head that's upside down that someone's turned into a chip bowl. Oh, there's a whole R two. Well, they have a whole uh, a live unit that will I heard talk about to you. Those. Yeah, and well, uh, you can actually buy them. I got a video, and he kept kind of following me, but the shop was very empty when I was there. Ah. So I, I did get a so little one-on-one -on -one time with R2. That's nice. Um, he kept beeping at me. Mm. Oh, he was cute. He liked me. Yeah, he did. Him and I had that. a little thing going on. There you go. Steve, I thought you'd like this. This is the droid thing. hand. The droid That's hand. That's Luke's fake hand. Oh, oh my gosh. So they sell Luke's it's fake a, hand. It's a photo frame. You can see it takes a four by six photo. Uh -huh. But he's holding it with his fake droid hand. What is he holding? It's a photo frame. And oh, then you put a picture in there. Oh. Oh. Protocol droid hand frame. Now, is it like a three-dimensional hand? I believe it is. Oh, so you can get Luke's hand. Yeah. The, the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> put your photo in. That's not creepy. Uh, He'll hold your photo. That's awesome. I know what you're, I'm getting you, Lauren. No, thank you. No. Good thing I have you a receipt. You, mean you don't need a hand holding your photos? No. Here's the... Uh, uh, Luke Skywalker. Oh, um. <laughs> oh, it looks cool at night. Oh, it looks really well. Oh, it's really geez. well done at night. All right, Sharpie. I well, need I to look to back at what I've already posted and what I haven't. So we'll put, and... she'll put more posts up. Yeah. I need All right, well, let's back. wrap it up. All right. That was fast. No, but... that was like an hour and 45 minutes Oh, fast. my gosh. It seems fast because I still could talk for another hour. Um. I guess bottom line, go, go it. check it out. Star Wars Galaxy's well, Edge, um, Anaheim, Disneyland. <clears throat> Got to go out to the West. and uh, Or you can wait for the East Coast. We're going to have that in Orlando um, at the end of July, beginning of August. Enough. August. Mm -hmm. August 29th. August, yeah. 
August, yeah. not and, July. End of August. Yeah. And if you want some help with organizing and booking it, we know it. So contact us and we'll be happy to help get you set up. Yeah. Um, I, Lauren and I really enjoyed going out to Disneyland. And I think we're going to do another show specifically on everything else, non-Star Wars yeah. that we did. Because it's just such a great experience. We just want to share it with you. It's going to be awesome. So with that, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up the show. I would like to thank Pixie Vacations for sponsoring the podcast. If you enjoy listening to the shows, there are more shows at iTunes and also at mousechat.net. You can write to us with questions or comments. Write to comments at mousechat.net. Thanks so much for listening. Please join us again next time on Mouse Chat. Shh.